Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. This podcast is the place to learn about healing, transformation, potential, and radiant living. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. Thank you so much for listening and learning about true healing from the inside out. This episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel affiliate, Source Code Meditation, an online education and meditation practice for awakening your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. You can go to the show notes for the link to sign up for a free enlightening webinar with the creator, Dr. Michael Cotton. And I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, please go to www.drrachelw.com, enter your name and email address, and I will send you Rachel's nine happiness and healing essentials. And also go to Rev Life with Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone on Facebook and like that page. And I will be posting lots of content and info about podcast on there. So today I have a guest that I'm very excited to share with you. Her name is Robin Edgar. She's the president of Keystone Group International and owner of Keystone Investment Services with over 28 years of experience in the financial services industry. Robin has successfully helped thousands of individuals and businesses with their financial plan and employee benefits. As a successful entrepreneur, wife, mother, and grandmother, Robin has used a value-based communication style that has allowed her to create a stronger and more impactful conversation in her personal and professional life. I'm excited to hear about that. Robin believes her focus on effective communication is one of the most important aspects of developing lasting relationships. She has served in numerous volunteer and community leadership roles during her career, her key principle of giving back tenfold of what you receive has allowed her to help others build leadership skills and focused outcomes in the for-profit and non-for-profit sectors. Robin's experience and results in both her personal and professional life allow her to bring a new and unique aspect to forging a new path for business leaders and families that want to make a difference while making a dollar. I love that. So the title of today's show is Bankify Your Communication with Robin Edgar. Welcome to the show, Robin. Oh, thank you so much, Rachel, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I know. It's always a delight to connect with you. I know you from eWomen in the Twin Cities, and so I get to see you once a month, and just uh, you're a wonderful person to know, so I'm grateful for that connection. Thank you so much. I couldn't agree more. I love I love connecting with you and everything that you're doing for, you know, just making this world a better place. And uh, you always have just such a positive and an uplifting spirit and just uh, temperament around everything that happens. So I just love that. Oh, gosh. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I love what I love about you is how you are so values focused. I mean, you you're very clear about what that is. And just a couple of the things in your bio, you know, about making a difference while making a dollar and, um, you know, your values-based communication. Those are things I really uh, cherish about you. And one of the ways I know that you do that is through something called bank or is it bank code? Yes. 
Uh, yeah. People call it either one, but bank code. Yes. Okay. So you're a certified bank code trainer, but let's just, you know, start off by letting the listeners know kind of what is that and why did you become passionate about it? Yeah. So um, as you stated in, the, in my bio, I've been an independent financial advisor for about 28 years uh, and helped, uh, you know, thousands of people and managed, you know, millions of dollars and that's really what I've done for, you know, the better part of my life. And so a lot of um, communication obviously goes on in that entire, um, you know, and it's why I've been successful because in that entire process of communicating with people um, about their finances and really learning about them um, is just a hallmark of what you have to do to be successful. I think in any business, but particularly in being comfortable in talking about finance with people. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago at an e-women conference, I, I met Sherry and uh, listened to her uh, do a presentation on bank. And it was almost like a lightning bolt hit me uh, when I listened to her that day, Rachel, because it was, it was um, I call it to people when I describe it for me, um, being successful in sales, but it was that missing link. Because one of the things that I had had trouble with, to give you a little bit of, you know, background was really duplicating myself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, finding team members, uh, my administrative assistant or other uh, brokers in my business to be able to really be able to perform and do what I was doing with my clients. And I was always confused and, you know, probably frustrated by the fact that, it was very difficult for me to duplicate myself. And when I heard Sherry speak about bank and really describe what that was, um, it, it was like this missing link and lightning bolt that struck me and said, oh my gosh, that's exactly you know, what and how I've been struggling over the years to really communicate to other people what I do and how I do it. Um, and it's because we know there's four personality types. So it's based on personality science. Science has been around for 2,500 years mm -hmm. um, that we know there are four personality types. But most all of the other assessments that we take in the world um, really come at it from a psychology standpoint, um, knowing more about myself, um, being able to recognize, you know, my strengths and, and all of those types of intricacies and bank really took the four personality types. And as Tony Robbins says, let your prospect determine your presentation mm -hmm. and why we all feel like we've been sold to um, for so many years is that typically what we're doing when we're communicating is that we're sharing information with people the way that we want to hear it. Um, and what Sherry realized is in determining bank, which is the science of buying behavior, which is B-U-Y-I-N-G, the science of biology, B-U-Y, not B-I-O, mm -hmm. um, was really around the fact of if I could crack your code and I could find out what is your buying trigger, how do you want to hear about my product or service versus I'm going to basically present my product or service to everyone I meet with in this particular pattern because that's the way I make buying decisions. Now, I could determine your buying behavior and I could determine that if you're 
um, blueprint, action, nurturing, knowledge is what bank actually stands for, the four personalities and the way that Sherry identifies them, that if, if I could determine your buying behavior and what your code was, I would actually be trained and know how to basically change my language so that I could present to you my product or service the way you wanted to hear it and the way you needed the information so that you could really make a great decision for yourself um, because you could relate to what I'm sharing with you better than if I'm presenting it, you know, that's not like your code or what my code is, which our two codes are, are generally never identical. So that's kind of, does that make sense and answer the question as to yeah. what it is? Kind yeah, of a 60,000 foot view, but. Um, <laughs> I know there's, a, you could probably talk for hours about it, but um, share with us what, a, you know, the hallmarks of each of those types, the B, the A, the N, and the K. Yeah. So um, the, the, it's based around the value system and your values are kind of created by the age of seven. And, and, you know, people will say, well, you know, my values change depending on the situation I'm in. And I said, really, no, your actions might change depending on the situation, but our basic um, values and the way we look at things and the way that we decide whether we're buying what you're selling us. And I like to use that phrase because, because whether it's you talking with your boys or, um, if it's me talking with my spouse or if it's one of us talking with a client, you know, really what we're doing is we're deciding whether we're buying what that person is saying. And so Blueprint um, is the first one. And those values are going to be based on more predictability, process, procedure. How do we reduce risk in our portfolios or in our life or whatever we're talking to someone about? Um, and there's, you know, 10 unique values that make up the blueprint, but those are going to be the main, the main values that, that we talk about is the process, the procedure, um, and, and really the stability, the credentials. All of those types of things are what are really, really important to a blueprint. And so when they're um, listening to me or you, when we're talking about what we do, those are the key words that they're going to be looking for in determining whether they think our product or service is a fit for them. Mm. So they like processes and procedures and structure and duty and, and rules. Um, and we all know people in our lives that are, you know, very structured. They're usually showing up to meetings 10 to 15 minutes before the start of the meeting. Um, and, you know, this was a huge hallmark for me because I'm married Blueprint is not my highest code, but it is my husband's. We've been married 36 years. Um, and it was really one of those revelation things where I started to really understand, you know, what was important to him um, and those values when I started getting trained on this system. So this isn't just about business, but it's really about every communication we have kind of across the board. Oh, I love that. I love that it's not just about business. You can apply this to your personal yeah. life, too. Yeah, yeah, and so it's made a huge difference, you know, um, and, and that's the kind of the, the story I want to make sure people know is that with our kids, with our grandkids, with our spouses, you know, they're, we're not identical and we know that would, nor would we want to be, but really giving grace and how to communicate with them is, is really a, a big point and a big part 
you know, of what I've really learned through getting trained and educated around bank. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So that was B, Blueprint. Yep. What is A? A is for action. So um, action people, um, their, their values are going to be more about freedom, flexibility, spontaneity, winning, fun, image. Uh, you know, those are just a few of the things that, that they like. And so I like to begin with the blueprint and the action, because when you think about those two styles, if you just think about those few words I shared on each of those, you'll notice that they're really probably the most opposite ends of the spectrum, polar mm-hmm. opposite, as far as if I'm talking to you about my product or service um, and you're a blueprint and the words I use are going to be very, very different than the words that I would need to use to really intrigue and get an action to really buy into what I'm saying and to really even want to continue listening to me because um, I might want to talk about my product or service and, and what difference it will make for them. They're generally, they want to, you to keep it short. They want you to get to the point. They're usually quick to make decisions um, which necessarily isn't always the right one, but that's just kind of how an action is, is, is they want to know how your product or service can really make them look better, um, help them win, um, you know, help them look good, and they're going to be, you know, a little bit more concerned about that. Now, when we're describing these, we're generally going very, um, very um, highly on the outside actions of what these people are. And I want to stress that is that we're really trying to differentiate from a very large point of view. Uh, Most people aren't going to be the extremes as we say, but it's really meant to educate people about really how to look at these four codes differently. If if that helps that Mm -hmm. description. Oh, cool. Yeah. So then what is N? N is nurturing. So um, we say sometimes these are the people that, you know, um, you know, are more concerned about making a difference than making a dollar. Um, And it it is my primary code when I'm buying, um, when I'm looking at buying particularly a person or someone uh, that I want to work with. Um, But it's important for people to understand that even though nurturing people, you know, might want to make a difference because community is very important to them. Charity, ethics, contribution to society um, and to their community is going to be very important. Um, Relationships, authenticity. um, They're generally looking at you when you're talking about, does this seem to be a person that I I could have a long-term relationship with, that I could see myself working with or being comfortable, um, you know, being a trusted advisor for me for a a number of years. They're not generally people that want to get in and get out and, you know, make a quick decision. Um, They want to know they're working with people that care about their community. So although that's important to them, you know, when we're using this in uh, a process of building a business, Um, and helping to have better communications with my family, it's important that people understand that a nurture, you know, really, really um, wants to know that that you care about them um, and about their entire community. These are the people that are going to want to meet your support staff. If you're you're in an office in a business with, you know, multiple people on your team, uh, they're going to be the people, you know, more likely than the action people, 
that they're going to want to meet everyone that's on your team. They're going to want to know who that person is. It's picking up your phone and answering your phone. So that gives you a little insight into, into nurturing and why sometimes if we've done presentations to people um, and nurture isn't necessarily high for us, why um, we may feel like we're kind of hitting a wall with a person or they kind of um, start to fall back in their chair a little bit because if they're high nurture and we're not necessarily presenting to them in a nurture standpoint, mm-hmm. um, we start talking about the product or the specifics and the details of the of the product that we're talking about and the service. Um, they're they're in their minds they don't even realize it's an unconscious thing. They're like, I'm not really even sure if I if I, you know, if this person feels authentic and that I could work with them for a long period of time and I'm already into the presentation of my product or service and that's where the mismatch can kind of happen um, in the sales process and why we feel sold to sometimes is that, is that it's not matching if, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And then what about K? K is our knowledge people. So what we like to say about the the knowledge people is they're generally, if I'm speaking to a group of people, uh, um, I know that there's probably a mixture of all of these people in the group, and they're generally the smartest people in the room, um, but they're a lot of times the quietest people in the room. They really like to listen to the entire um, presentation and the entire package. Um, They really like logic. Um, they're very much basing their decisions on what they're going to buy, you know, based on a logical process. Um, they love expertise. They love working with people that are very competent and, and can explain things in a competent way. They, they like the big picture. Um, they like research and development. So these would be people that would want to know that you did due diligence um, what kind of due diligence? What kind of science is there behind what we're doing? Um, and if there is um, articles or reports or things that you can provide to these people about the science and the mastery, um, that, that's going to be very critical for you to know that if you're meeting with someone that's high knowledge, that you bring all of that information because that's going to be really, really critical to them that, that they can see that. They're going to go do a lot of due diligence generally. They're not going to make quick decisions. And when, I'm, when I know I'm talking to a knowledge um, in their head, I know they're always saying, prove it to me, prove it to me, prove it to me. And once mm-hmm. again, if they're not trained in bank, they, they might not really know that they're doing that or it might not be a conscious thing. It's just something that people do, you know, when these values are in them unconsciously that I, I'm not really sure if I really believe what she's saying and she's not giving me information to basically prove and back up what she's saying. And that's very important to know when you're talking to someone, you know, that is really, uh, that knowledge is their primary buying trigger. And and that's what they're looking for to, to be able to move forward and even listen to you past the first five or 10 minutes in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very cool. So as I'm listening to you and, and you said you're primarily nurture, um, you know, I could see these aspects, all of these, you know, the B, the A, the N, and the K in you. So then mm-hmm. how does that work when you're um, kind of determining what is your primary or? Yes. So that's what's important is um, people are parts of all four of these. So, you know, when, when we start to discuss this with people and we're training people around getting the ideas um, you know, people will have a hard time saying, but I'm, I'm parts of all four of these. And we're like, yes, you are. Your personality isn't just, you know, one of these verticals, as I call it. 
but the entire code, it's kind of like the pin code at the bank, and that's why it's called bank code, is each of us have um, parts of these, and mine's, for instance, N-A-K-B is my order of my code, and if I go to the ATM to pull money out, and I want people to buy me and or my product or service, just like if I'm going to pull money from my bank account, I need to put that pin code in exactly the way it is. And if I don't, then what happens is, as we like to say in bank code, is, is nothing comes out. And so by cracking the code of the person, which we can do with, you know, hard, we have an online tool or we have actually four cards, um, as you've seen before, that mm -hmm. have these value cards. And we actually, when I sit down with someone, I ask, ask them to take 60 seconds um, and put these value cards in order of what's most important to them to what's least important to them that will help me serve them better and save us both some time. Um, that's actually a bankified message. And by getting that PIN code, um, as I like to say, and their bank code in that order, it tells me exactly what's most important to them. And then more importantly, also as important is what's least important to them. So if I know that, for instance, Blueprint is their final of the four, like mine is, um, I would not want to begin my conversation with, here's the process, here's the procedures, here's the, how I'm predictable, here's how stable, because although that is important to me and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to know that from you with your product or service, it's not my primary thing that I'm going to be looking for to decide whether you're going to trigger a yes in me, whether I'm going to buy you or, or trigger a no, um, which is what happens and why we say in bank, in, in bank language that we all feel like we've been sold to. Um, and it's, it's not that people are you know, trying to harm us or getting us to do something we don't want to do. It's just that they're not beginning with the language and the values that are really most important to me. Um, and bank code was really developed to be able to be a 60 to 90 second assessment that someone can do. And I'm basically telling you right from the, from the get-go, here are my, here's my bank code. Here's the order it is. And if you know what that means and have been trained on it, you know, I know exactly what to say and what information to give you so that you feel connected to me, not manipulated. There's no manipulation involved. It's basically how to serve you um, and present my product or service in the way you want to hear it. Okay, cool. And so if you're, as a bank code trainer, then you um, teach people how to kind of speak and tailor their message or their communication or what they're um, trying to teach or share to each of these areas. Correct. Is that right? Yep. Yep. So what we will do is, you know, we'll really teach people about the four different codes, the blueprint, the action, the nurturing, and the knowledge, the likes, the dislikes, the tripwires, the triggers. Um, and then we actually teach people, um, you know, power scripting is what one of the classes is called. And, and it's really the holy grail, in my opinion, when I really started to, you know, understand the importance of, of how I could really use this in my email communications and in my marketing and in um, any kind of information that I'm presenting to a client. If I have like a one page sales sheet, for instance, um, that I'm giving to people 
um, when I meet with them, it would be important for me to know that I need to bankify that message and that I'm, you know, describing my product or service in a certain way so as to really um, present it so that they really understand what I'm saying, um, as I've said a couple times, in, in difference to me presenting it the way that I always just present everything. This is the process and procedure I use. So and I, did that answer that question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that Good. is so cool. So yeah. uh, how has Bank, or, or do you have some examples either personally or of others of how Bank has transformed, you know, personal life or business life? Or anything like that? Yeah, it was really it was really interesting because a lot of times people that have been in business or in sales, particularly for a long time, like I have been and been successful, um, they will um, they will be quick to say, you know, yeah, this makes sense and I get it, and I've kind of naturally learned how to do this. And I say yes, but you do it unconsciously. And I think the transformation that I've seen in my life, um, first off, in my business life is that I really thought I knew my clients well. Some of my clients I've had for over 20 years, so I obviously know them well and I've connected with them. But when I went back and I actually cracked their codes, I was very surprised to find that for many of them, um, I had not necessarily been serving them as well as I could have, um, basically meaning that I was probably presenting um, you know, products and services um, and just um, investment ideas, um, not necessarily in the most effective way where it was connecting with them. And once I cracked the codes of my clients, um, I started to realize how I could change my language and particularly think of this, Rachel, like a, a lot of times when I meet with people, it's maybe a husband and a wife and mm -hmm. most of many of the people listening to this podcast, I'm sure when they're, when they're meeting with people, many times there's more than one person in the room and realizing that most husbands and wives don't have the exact same code. And so as a salesperson or as an advisor to someone, you have to kind of decipher which which one am I presenting to and which way, you know, who am I really trying to resonate with? And what bank does is allowed me to step back and say, okay, um, client, Mrs. Client A, you know, here's your code and here's how when I do things like this and when I talk in this language, why that really resonates with you and why when I talk like this, because your spouse is a totally different code than you, um, it really doesn't resonate with you. You kind of get turned off. You disengage from the meeting. Um, you really lose interest in what I'm talking about because maybe he wants more of the details. And I just started having a conversation around that once I knew their codes. And it was just like even for them, the light bulbs and their eyes and they looked at each other and they're like, oh, my goodness, she got <laughs> us. Exactly. That's exactly kind of the missing link. And now I know when I'm in a meeting with them, um, I can actually say now, now for the next five minutes, you know, Mrs. Client, um, this isn't going to really resonate with you, but it's really important that I explain to um, your spouse, you know, the, the blueprint process or the knowledge information or the details of 
of that particular investment so that they're really understanding it uh, and it's not for you. And then I can turn to her and say, you know, here's why this really matters to you for your family, because maybe they want to know more about the nurture or the community or, you know, why they should care about this particular, you know, investment um, or training or coaching or whatever it is, the product or service that we're talking to them about. And that was just a light bulb moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, more importantly, for what I saw in them and how it really helped them begin to communicate and really understand after many, many years of marriage, why they looked at things, whether it's me or whether it's any decision they're making on buying a car or buying a house or, you know, where to go to dinner. All of those things really are things that maybe if you're not the exact same code, you, you really look at all of those decisions very differently based on your code. Now I was helping them even having a better relationship um, in all aspects of their life, not just looking at, you know, their financial picture. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing and powerful. I mean, to be able to uh, understand each other, I think so often, I mean, just listening to you explain this, I could kind of see in different circumstances in my life where this applied and where things didn't connect or did connect because of how how it was uh, was done. Like I was just, just thinking about uh, academia and I'm a very nurture person and I think so much of academia's knowledge blueprint Yes. And where I'm looking for more like connection and depth and, you know, yeah. And community, you know, right. people coming yeah. together and yeah. And in my personal life, I already mentioned I, in my husband's high blueprint. And so he's very structured. And, and just to give some examples, which I know people listening will understand is he's a person that at 9am in the morning, he's like, what do you want for dinner tonight? Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> I am more of a person that will be like, well, let's wait till five o'clock and see what we feel like. And so for, you know, we've been married, as I said, 36 years, um, you know, there's been kind of that rub just around determining what is for supper, whereas he just naturally, because he's blueprint, wants to know that. And I'm naturally more of a, uh, let's see what I feel like eating, you know, Mm -hmm. later today. Um, and now since we've been, I've been trained in bank code and we've really um, understood this, um, I now every morning he still says, what do you want for dinner tonight? Instead of like poo-pooing what he's saying or acting like that's not of high concern for me, um, I will take 30 seconds and I will say, I don't know what sounds good. And we will actually make a decision in the morning about what to do for dinner And although this may seem very, um, you know, unimportant to some people listening, to people that are blueprint and to many of the people in, uh, you know, that I've worked with, um, once they understand bank, it's like this huge light bulb going off and saying Mm -hmm. how this is just giving grace and giving love to someone in my life that's blueprint, whereas coming to that decision his entire day now, he can go on because he knows kind of what's going to happen. They also like to show up early. I'll give you one more example of um, how it's transformed my life and how we've actually used it is um, my family tends to be a little bit more, meaning my siblings and my parents and people um, on my side of the family tend to be more action oriented, which means that action people kind of will show up 15 to 20 minutes late and they still feel like they're on time. 
and my husband being blueprint is always being on time is 10 to 15 minutes early. So if you take a real life example of Thanksgiving dinner and we're like, we're going to have Thanksgiving dinner at at one o'clock. And so he and our family were always there at quarter to 20 to one, you know, getting there on time. And then we've got a bunch of family members that are getting there 15 to 20 minutes after one and then showing up like, uh, they're the king of the party and oh look at me and isn't aren't I great and then it kind of rubs those blueprint people wrong because it's like you're already 20 minutes late um, and you didn't really respect the fact that you know you were supposed to be here at one um, this you know is an ongoing thing that I bet many people listening to this podcast can relate to and neither one of those parties was really trying to aggravate the other person it's really just what their code is. Um, and and it's, it's giving grace now to the fact of we're not so angry when one or the other happens um, mm-hmm. to us. We are now understanding that if I'm dealing with someone that's high action, that I now must know that if they're high action and I think I really need somebody there at one, I'm going to make sure and tell them that 1230 is the start time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that I'm not going to get all bent out of shape when they get there at 20 after one, because I know they're not doing it really to irritate me. That's just kind of how an action rolls, as we say. Yeah. So really, truly understanding this grace is the word, Rachel, that I think that I use, um, over and over and over again with people and what has come about in my life is that I have really learned how to give people grace and understanding that my way isn't the right way, that I am a certain way, and it's just the way I am, but they are also just a certain way. And if I can really just learn how to crack their code, ask them what their code is, and be aware of their code, it totally changes the entire dynamics of every conversation, every meeting, every interaction that I have with people, from sending them an email to the phone calls, to the, you know, to the, the personal conversations that you and I might have offline, um, to every single, single aspect of that communication and how it, just, how it just enhances the entire relationship because, you know, we now know how to give each other grace and how to communicate with them in a way that they want to hear the information that I'm trying to give them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love how you say that, giving them grace. And that it feels too like we can understand other people or kind of understand humanity uh, without just thinking everyone maybe should do things just the same way that we do. Yeah. And that's why the tagline for Bank Code is one world, one language. You know, there are over 6,500 languages that are spoken in this world. And really Bank Code, the way she describes it, and I truly believe being trained on this and being immersed in this for the last couple of years, this is the one language that no matter what your true language is that you speak, that everyone can understand and that, that we could really use, you know, to have a, a better grace and humanity 
um, bringing humanity together is really understanding everyone's bank code um, could really go a long ways to, I think, better communications from a global nature to a government nature to a education. You know, you brought up education. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I use the examples and educators are really understanding this, that if we just use an example of assume that there's a teacher up front where your kids just went back to school today, that their primary code is blueprint and they teach blueprint style Nothing wrong with that. That's how they teach because that's their primary code. But realizing that in that classroom, there are kids that their primary code is blueprint, but also there's actions, there's nurturing, and there's knowledge in that room. Mm-hmm. And that possibly that, that child that's action that maybe is not really needing any kind of meds or, you know, anything. Maybe they're just totally bored by the approach that's being used to teach them in that classroom because it's not resonating. And the words that that teacher is using, um, that child is just not understanding. Um, How would that make a difference um, by having our education system at least be trained and taught and aware of the fact that there are four codes. I mean, teachers know that all the kids are not created the same and they're all Mm -hmm. coming from a different background. But the bank code system, I think, and the education and the training that we've given to people in education, it has been a huge game changer for them and just understanding how to maybe change up uh, the words they're using, the tonality of their voice, even the activities that they're having kids do Um, you know, based on how their learning style is very different um, based on their bank code. Wow, Robin, that's an awesome example. Well, because I'm really passionate about kids. Mm -hmm. Of course. I think (laughs) we all are, you know. Yeah. And so when when I say it's not just about sales, the system was actually created for sales um, because Sherry was struggling in sales and had done all of these other assessments, you know, and none of them they taught, they teach us a lot about ourselves, but they don't teach us how to really interact with the person sitting across from us. And that's truly why bank code was created. And now that we really understand it's not about sales, but the fact that every day, everybody we're speaking to has a code. And if, and if we're really trying to help them um, in whatever fashion we are, whether it's education or with our product or service, or even just our relationships with our kids, our grandkids and our spouse, that knowing what their code is, is the way that we can really serve them better. Um, and as I said, give them grace um, and truly consciously moving from the unconscious to the conscious, really the, the verbiage that we need to be using on a daily basis to have much better relationships and communications with everyone in our life. Oh, very cool. I love this. I'm excited to, I've learned a little bit about bank, but I'm excited to kind of dive more into that too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, you know, training system. We do live, um, we do live training. We have a virtual training that helps people. We go in and do strategy sessions with businesses or solopreneurs. So there's a lot of ways that people can engage with us. Um, and, and our mission is really just to serve people and to help them understand, you know, a little bit more about their bank code um, and about how this can really enhance, um, you know, their relationships and their life. Oh, that's awesome. You know, you I mean, you've got such a wealth of knowledge and experience and wisdom. Is there anything, you know, in your in your career 
um, in finance or bank that that has really shifted things for you or that that the listeners might benefit from knowing? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, some of the examples and, and things that we're doing is, you know, really around doing some coaching um, uh, and just understanding where the other people are coming from in business and helping them. Uh, I, what's coming to my mind is really just, you know, around the coaching programs and the people that I'm actively coaching um, is because I, I really, Bank has brought out in me the fact that my my knowledge base is much broader than just knowing numbers and finance, because that's what a lot of people for years have just kind of thought of me as. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet what I've realized with bank is um, how to really wrap the entire package that yes, finance is really important, but faith, family, and finance are the three F's that I speak about all the time. Um, and no matter what you're doing in life, um, whether you work for someone else or whether you have your own business or whether you're really um, struggling because you're trying to find yourself and you're feeling like whatever you're doing right now isn't really what you're being called to do, um, that, that the coaching that I'm using and just the underlying being able to set that foundation of bank um, underneath that whole entire communication when I'm coaching someone has really helped us. Um, and helped me to really um, get people engaged in really what they're passionate about at a much deeper level than I think I ever did before I really knew bank because communication um, is what it's all about um, and the understanding of bank and I start off every seminar I do now even if it's not if it's not a bank seminar every training I do everything I do with a five to 10 minute overview of bank um, and why that's important. And really what that does is it really cuts down the amount of time that it takes for us to really get to the crux of what the issue is or what the problem is that we're trying to solve for or what the communication and the coaching needs to be around. Um, I found that that transformation and that process into getting directly to what the the issues are, if that's what we're dealing with, is so much quicker Mm -hmm. um, because I know how to change my language and speak the language of that person and what they need to do to really understand um, where their struggles are at and how to get them to that next level when I'm coaching them. So that's that's the big thing I think that comes to mind for me, Rachel, is how this has really enhanced my ability to help people when I'm coaching them. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. And so if any of our listeners want to learn more about bank or um, other ways that you might be able to support them, or if they have follow-up questions from this podcast, how would you like them for, how would you yeah. like for them to do that? Yeah, that's great. Um, because at Keystone Group International, you know, we really do leadership development. We do coaching. Uh, we do business growth strategies. Um, we bring in the financial strategies Um, We do sales training. So we have a lot of different aspects that our team, our entire team really focus on. And so if you go to Keystone Group International or intl.com, keystonegroupintl.com, basically you can learn more about uh, me and my team um, and really the three pillars that we kind of really feel are important in business um, and the, the many, many different ways that we really, um, you know, work with 
and help people, whether it's a solopreneur, um, a small business, all the way up to, you know, a Fortune 10, Fortune 100 companies. We work with a lot of departments in larger companies. So um, that's really probably the best way for them to learn about that. And then they can reach out to, to us at info at keystonegroupintl.com. Um, that is our, you know, our general email um, uh, address that we love to hear from people on. And I can, um, you know, give them, I'm offering to them an ability to crack their code for free. So if they just email us at info at keystonegroupintl.com, um, I'd love to just send them the assessment where they could crack their own code um, and kind of get a report uh, about what their code is and learn more about that. And then if people are interested beyond that in having a discussion around what that means and how to actually implement that into their business and or their family or personal life, mm-hmm. um, I am really happy to, you know, have a conversation uh, with people around that um, once they've cracked their code. So I'd love to offer that to the people that listen to your podcast. I think it would be very beneficial for them. I know you have cracked your code and, and received that report and, and that would be something that would be valuable to them. But in addition, having a 10 or 15 minute conversation with the, with each of them is something I'm definitely willing to offer anyone that that is listening to this podcast today. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for that offer, Robin. That's, that's super generous. And I know will be will help a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for being on today. I've, I loved everything that you were speaking around and sharing. It's fun to connect with you again. Yes. <laughs> and I love that too. And just um, because I am a financial advisor, I work through Concord Investment Services Um, I just need to do a quick disclaimer that says, you know, nothing I said today, even though we weren't talking about specific finances, um, that, you know, I wasn't offering financial advice to anyone. Um, But uh, that's kind of just one of those disclaimers I have to put out there for um, my broker dealer and that I wasn't offering financial advice or um, any recommendations on this. But I think people hopefully understand that from our conversation, but just like to share that here at the end. Yeah, perfect. Any final comment or anything you want to want to share? No, I know that, you know, Rachel, I really appreciate you inviting me. And I know that, you know, knowledge is never a disadvantage is one of the favorite quotes that I use. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like what you bring to the community is just a little bit of, you know, additional knowledge that people that are listening are are so smart in so many ways, but sometimes they just need that extra little tidbit of something that maybe is that missing link is, is kind of what I found a couple years ago when I, when I found bank code and I appreciate what you do. And, and hopefully this has been, you know, enlightening to people, even if it's just in their personal life as to why their kids or family or spouse, you know, do what they do. Um, and, and that little bit of difference could be just what someone out there was looking for today. So I appreciate the opportunity to be on your, your podcast. You're welcome. Oh, for sure. This, this will benefit a lot of the listeners. I'm excited to get this out there. Thank you so much. Listeners, my new book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You, is now on Amazon, chapter by chapter. This book will help you free the mind, free the body, free the soul, free you, free others. 
I love talking about intuition and how we can live a guided life. It helps us to free our intuition. If this uh, sounds interesting to you at all, please check that out. And I have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance. It's free to download and you can subscribe for more features, including my daily recreators, power words for retraining your mind. And then I also send special push notifications with quotes and other messages for your healing journey. For the links to download and subscribe, go to rachelapp.com. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.